Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Nicole and you are listening to Pray the Word. And we are in our third day in a row of praying out during these 10 days of awe. And the resources that we're using are from 10days.net and the resources are posted below. There are links there that you can copy and paste into your browser and find all these resources that are just so excellent. And I, I feel like I'm, I'm learning so much, especially in this season about um, the new year in the Hebrew calendar and um, just these different feasts that happened that somebody said, you know, they're not just Jewish feasts, they're feasts, they're biblical feasts and what they represent. Um, so I've just been trying to learn more about that and and kind of expand my understanding better, especially in the prophetic and especially as we pray into this new season, really. Um, whether or not you follow the um, interesting feasts of the Hebrew calendar or whether or not you are prophetic, I would think that as an intercessor, at least as an intercessor, you are sensing the shift that's been happening over the past few days. And when I stop and think about um, some of the things that we've been seeing and experiencing leading up to this weekend as we launched these 10 days of prayer and have been praying in the global upper upper prayer room, um, there's been a lot of shifting Um, in different areas of our ministry and even in our personal lives. We've seen breakthrough um, this past week of decades long, strongholds being broken and people being encountered by the Lord and answers to prayer coming. Um, It's been pretty wild and and cool. Um, We've seen a hunger for the Lord like we've not seen in a long time. We've seen people drawing lines and saying, I'm going to believe the word of God, that it's the inerrant word of God. I'm going to believe that God is exactly who he says he is um, in response to um, their own sphere of influence um, becoming more gray in uh, God and in who he is and in absolute truth. Um, so it's been super interesting. And I think, you know, like anything that you start to do, there's more there than what you thought would be. So welcome. Uh, we're going to go right into prayer. What I do want to highlight and because I don't want to interrupt the flow later, I want to tell you about, um, a resource, uh, by Grant Barry. Now he just came on my radar too. And also because I've been praying with 10 days and he teaches something called Romans 911, and it's a book that contains a, a comprehensive study and the reconnection of the one new man in Ephesians 2 14 through 15. And the one new man is Jew and Gentile together. We're going to pray through a little bit of that today, but I want to give you a heads up and I'll put um, the link to his stuff in the notes also. Um, but I reached out to him not too long ago because I was really curious. Um, I've heard him pray um, when I've prayed in the global upper prayer room through different things. Um, and I, I've just been so encouraged and um, yeah, really encouraged. So I encourage you to check his resources out. I'm still learning about him and, and what he teaches. Um, but you know, there has been something in the church called replacement theology. That is that um, the church replaces Israel. And instead of being grafted in and that there is still promises for Israel um, to be had, 
that now we're all just kind of mixed in. And it's true that we are one new man, but um, we have not replaced Israel, I don't believe. I'm still learning on this, still learning on, on the curve on this. Um, but uh, some of the resources that 10 Days puts out um, through Grant um, is really good and helps explain it um, far better than me. That's why I'm trying to be a learner as well. So we're going to go into prayer um, today and the uh, focus today is God's peace. God's peace. May we relish God's peace revealed in the reconnection of Jew and Gentile. So I'm really glad you're going to join me and I'll see you in the next segment. As we said before, uh, we are praying through the topic of peace today, and we are in Ephesians, and we are uh, still in the idea of sitting and resting, sitting and resting in our identity. Um, Our key scripture that we're praying through today is from Ephesians 2, 14 through 15, and it says, He, Christ himself, is our peace who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace. (laughs) So we come to adore you, God. We thank you that you are a God who reconciles. You bring peace between people. Only you can do it. Only you can do, Father, what even is in our heart to do, but we just don't have the wherewithal to do that. You are the one that can bring peace between two people. God, you have reconciled believers with the Father through Christ. It says in Ephesians 2, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. God, thank you that I would venture to say that most most who are listening to this podcast, Father, are part of that group of people that we were once far off. We, we are part of the Gentile uh, nation, if you will, and we were far off. We were apart from the promises and apart from the hope, Father, that you have revealed through Jesus. And you brought us near by the blood of Christ. It was your blood, the new covenant ratified in your blood that made it possible for us to come into the fullness of relationship with you as sons and daughters of the King. God, you did it. You reached out and you did it and you brought us near. We thank you. You have reconciled Jew and Gentile through Christ Jesus. You have revealed this mystery of reconciliation through the church. God, you say that in Ephesians 3.10. And I'm going to go there now um, and just look at that scripture. Father, Ephesians 3.10. Um, Starting in verse 7 of this gospel, I was made a minister, this is Paul talking, a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given me by the working of his power. And to me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given 
to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring light for everyone, to bring to the light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things so that the church, the man, so that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. God, you created all things and you wanted through the church that your manifold wisdom would be made known to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly places, those powers in the heavenly places. You wanted to make manifest, God, who you are by bringing us together into one man. This was according to the eternal purpose, the eternal purpose. This was your plan from the beginning, God. And you have realized this in Christ Jesus, our Lord, in whom we have a boldness, in whom we have access with confidence through our faith in him. God, thank you. Through Jesus, we have access and confidence to approach the throne of grace. God, thank you. As a Gentile believer, Father, thank you. You made it possible for me for the one who's listening to be grafted in, Father, to the purposes and plans that you had that were eternal. They were always there. You always had these plans in play. God, thank you. You just revealed it. Uh, We say in these last days, um, over the past 2,000 years, God, you made it plain and known. It says in Hebrews, now as we turn towards repentance, God, It says um, in different places in Hebrews, in chapter 2, chapter 7, chapter 4, that Jesus Christ was made like us in every respect so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make atonement for the sins of the people. He is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him. Since he always lives to make intercession for them. That's a now word. Jesus, thank you that you are our intercessor. And you are even now making intercession for us. Thank you that your blood speaks a better word. Thank you, Father, that that our brother Jesus has done the work already for us. Thank you. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. I thank you that as a daughter of yours, God, as a son, we can come to our Father, our Abba Father, and the only reason we have access is because of Jesus and his blood shed for us, his body broken for us has made it possible. And you've extended that to us and by faith we believe it, God. We thank you even for the grace to believe it. Jesus, we have confidence to come into the presence in the throne room. We have access because of your finished work. God, we repent of prejudice. We repent of persecution toward the people of Israel throughout the ages, God. 
We repent, God, of any prejudice that remains in our hearts toward Jews, toward Gentiles, or people of any race, God. We repent of complacency, which prevents us from sharing the gospel, the gospel of peace with others, God. We have been far too casual with this good news that we have, Father. And friend, you can take a moment and pause the podcast and pray just those three points out in repentance. Jesus, I thank you for the cost that you paid for us. And I was reading earlier today when you said that your disciples will be known by the love that we have for one another in the same way that you loved them. They were to love one another. And that's the call for every disciple now too. And it wasn't just love. It was sacrificial love because you knew you were going to the cross and you were calling them to that same kind of love, cross-bearing love, that one would actually die for the other. That is how the world will know that we're your disciples. Jesus, forgive us for our own prejudices towards people groups or people, even I had one brother say, you know, I I always felt like I knew more, that we knew more in the West, and because we knew more, our faith was more advanced, our faith was more mature. And I thank you for the humility of that brother to say, actually, I don't have that. (laughs) I don't know how to live out my faith like other brothers and sisters in other countries do or in other expressions of church do. God, I thank you for that. May we all have that humility, God, to learn from one another and to welcome one another. No matter where we've come from, you've already paid for each of us, God. Help us to love one another and welcome one another. Romans 9 to uh, chapter 9 verses 2 to 5, we're heading into intercession. It says, I, Paul, have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. For I wish that I myself were accursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers, my kinsmen, according to the flesh. They are Israelites, and to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, and the promises. To them belong the patriarchs. And from their race, according to the flesh, is the Christ, who is God over all, blessed forever. Amen. Father, Father, we pray for spiritual blindness to be lifted from Israel. And that Gentile believers would stir unbelieving Israel to jealousy, God. Oh, Father, we pray spiritual blindness to be lifted 
from Israel, God, that the Gentile believers would stir unbelieving Israel to jealousy. Father, we thank you. We thank you for Messianic Jewish believers around the world who have come to know their Messiah, Yeshua. Huh. We give preference to them in honor, God, and, and we pray for them to be built up in our shared faith. God, we want to, like you say in the book of Romans, we want to honor one another's above ourselves. And we thank you for these believers, Father, many of whom have forsaken even family to come into the freedom and the joy of knowing who you are, God. We just thank you, especially for those um, Jewish believers, Father. There's there's uh, some in my sphere of influence, Father, who are praying through these days of awe and hosting um, gatherings, Father, and just honoring you, Lord, and and so graciously, so graciously teaching us Gentile believers to understand better, Father, our own faith. They are so generously and patiently teaching us through their Jewish roots, Father, more and more the fullness and the significance of our faith. Not lording it over us, Father, but with such grace teaching us and such patience, Father, we thank you for them. Father, we ask for unbelieving Israel that you would pour on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and supplication that they may look on the one whom they have pierced and mourn for him as as one mourns for an only son god again we ask we ask we intercede for unbelieving israel that you would pour on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and supplication that they may look on the one whom they have pierced and mourn for him as one mourns for an only son. Oh God, would you bring, bring, bring your people, God, your firstborn, into relationship through Yeshua, through Yeshua, God. Would you open their eyes? Would you open their hearts, God? Oh, would they be provoked to jealousy when they see so many in the Middle East, God, coming to faith in you, Jesus? Oh, oh, would their hearts be stirred? And when they see, Father, your people standing firm in times of great shaking, oh, God, and calling on your name, God, Oh God, would they be provoked to jealousy? Would they desire hunger for you, real relationship with you? God, we pray this in your name, God. God, we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity to pray today. I thank you for the one who is listening, Father. And and Father, would you give them a moment today, even as we finish this podcast, to think on the fact that if they were Gentiles, they were once far off, but they were brought near to you by the blood of Christ. 
And God, that's, that really is true of all of us, Jew or Gentile, isn't it, Lord? That we were born in sin and apart from you, but God, who is rich in mercy, you drew us to you, Lord, and you opened us up to understand who you are. You gave us the grace, I believe, even to have faith in you, even to turn to you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for this one, and I pray for the things that are in their lives that are being shook right now, Father, or realigned with you, God, that they would continue to hunger and thirst for you, and their eyes would be set on you, Jesus, and that even in the midst of shaking, they stand firm, God. Pray for them, and I pray for us. Father, thank you for this final day, this third day, in Jesus' name, amen. Today on this third day of praying into these 10 days, we are praying for Northeast Asia and the prayer focus. There's three of them today that there would be faith-filled expectation for harvest, that strongholds would be torn down and that there would be people of peace and provision. So we're praying for Northeast Asia. Um, And again, you can look and find these resources on 10days.net under their unreached people resources. So God, today for these people in Northeast Asia, there's a specific uh, focus in China uh, that there would be faith-filled expectation for harvest. God, I thank you that resonates. Father, would you... Help us not just to pray and thinking, oh, I'm going to pray, but nothing's going to happen. Or what can my little one prayer do? God, I thank you that our prayers accomplish much. That's what you said. That's what you said. The prayers of your righteous people avail much. And we are righteous, not on our own strength, but because of Jesus. And we have gathered and we believe you that when two or more are gathered in prayer, that we can ask according to your will. And it's your will that every person is saved. You are not willing that any should perish, God. And you desire us to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and to teach them to do everything that you've commanded us to do, God. And so these prayers are absolutely in alignment, Father, with your will. And I thank you that you've called us to be a part of it. And we get to pray into these things. And when this people group comes to know you, Jesus, Thank you. We have a small part to play. It's just a joy, Father. So we have faith-filled expectation for harvest. Your word says, have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that's what will happen, that, and but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. That's in Mark 11, 22 through 23. God, we pray also for strongholds to be torn down. We say and agree with your word that the weapons that we fight with are not the weapons of the world. 
On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Father, I thank you that the weapons that we have in prayer, in faith, God, the weapons that we have, Lord, that you give prophetic words to people on how to pray, the weapons that we have is the word of God. The weapons that we have, Father, is your death, your burial, your resurrection of Jesus. They are mighty for the casting down of imaginations and every high thing that would exalt itself against the knowledge of God. You've given us weapons of authority, God, to demolish strongholds in regions and in areas, God. We have the authority of Christ. Father, you've given us weapons of prayer and fasting. And you said this kind doesn't come out except by prayer and fasting. And so we fast, Father, because we believe you that our weapons are powerful as we yield them according to your word, as we yield them according to faith, Father. So I pray for the one, I just even as an aside, pray for the one who's listening that, that they would continue to have endurance and strength and fasting father. They would see even more direct results as a, as, as an indicator father. I don't know if that's what I want to say, but father, as a response, as fruit of their desire to fast father, believing you that there is more authority and power when we do Lord, um, However you want to work that out and whatever that looks like, God, I thank you and I pray for fruit to be seen because of their fasting and prayer, God. We thank you and we come with our weapons of warfare to fight for these people. Father, we um, pray for people of peace and provision. From Luke 10, 7 says, stay there eating and drinking whatever they give you. For the worker deserves his wages. Do not move around from house to house. Father, we pray for people of peace to be revealed to your disciples who are going into regions to share the gospel. We pray for the hungry to be revealed, God. We pray for those gatekeepers, Father, that will open doors into communities that would otherwise have been closed, Father. We pray for divine appointments, God, for people as they are walking along the road, um, to meet those that can introduce them to families. We pray for heads of families to be gatekeepers, Father, and people of peace, so that the the these the nation represented here, Father, um, the people group, Father, will hear your gospel, and that many would be re- would be saved, Father. We specifically pray. There are over thirty unreached prayer groups that do not yet have a, um, a CPM engagement, a church uh, multiplying, a, a disciple multiplying engagement. They range in population from over 32 million to under a thousand people. Pray that the Lord will raise up teams of Chinese believers to engage every unreached people group in China with the vision and this is specifically for the Uyghurs um it's U-Y-G-H-U-R Uyghurs of China the unreached people group of the Uyghurs pray for uh that the Lord of the Harvest will raise up teams of Chinese believers to engage this people group in China with the vision to multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. God, we thank you for people getting saved. Your commission was to make disciples who make disciples who make disciples. So we pray for continued disciple-making strategies, Father, however you want to do it, whatever you want to use in that way, but that would be making disciples who make disciples, Father. 
Isaiah 55, 10-11 says, Continued harvest. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it. God, I thank you that your word does go forth, and I thank you that prayers go forth, and I thank you, Father, that it returns, yielding, Father, what you desire to yield from it. Father, we water seeds that have already been sown, Father, in the people group that have already been sown in these teams, Father, that are going out. We water those seeds with our prayer, Father, and together with them we go into these regions and places so that your gospel, Father, could be heard. You love them so much. You love them so much. Father, we want to... We want to speak your word over this people group, Father. We just say yes and amen to disciples who fervently and deeply love you, Father, coming out as a result of prayer. Point three, while many Chinese believers continue to share with family, friends, and some co-workers, China's very sophisticated surveillance has caused many believers to avoid sharing the gospel with those that they do not know well. Oh, pray for discernment from the Holy Spirit and boldness as Chinese believers determine when and with whom to share the gospel. Pray for God to protect those who continue to speak out boldly. Pray for those whom the Father is calling to respond with courage and to follow him. Pray for a fresh wave of growth in Mongolia, as well as a greater emphasis on sending people to other countries as they seek to gain back momentum from the 80s and 90s. So God, we do agree and we pray that Chinese believers would continue to share with family, friends, and co-workers, Jesus. And and Father, I've just heard miraculous stories from other countries where it is punishable by death to quote-unquote proselyze and you have given prophetic words even to non-believers who have been hungry to go and meet so-and-so in such and such a town and they will share with you more about this man in white and that they've been seeing and having visions for and so father we pray the same discernment and wisdom For your believers in the underground church in China, Father, that they would know who to speak to and know who not to speak to, Father, that your timing is always perfect, God. So we pray for divine appointments. We pray, Father, for those that have been hungry and waiting to hear the good news. They know it's out there but they don't know who to ask. Father, you would send your workers into those harvest fields uh, because the harvest, Lord, is so ripe. Father, we do pray for a fresh wave of growth in Mongolia specifically, as well as greater emphasis on sending people to other countries, Father. And the, the, the last point here, going deeper, 
Um, yeah, there's just some uh, action steps that you can take to learn more about this people group um, in this last prayer, prayer point. So, Father, we do pray um, that you would stir. There would be some people even listening on the podcast who would be stirred to take on, as it were, this people group as a, as a prayer focus for them, Father, um, and just would continue to specifically so into this prayer, into this people group, Father, prayers of redemption and prayers of um, just coming to you, Jesus, that there would just be revival in this, in this people group, Father, and that we would see it soon. So Lord, we thank you so much for the privilege to pray for this people group, the Uyghurs of China. There are eight nations that they are in, and over 74% of them are still unreached. Um, Father, so thank you for the workers that are in the field, and we pray in the name of Jesus for um, a great harvest, Father. We thank you in Jesus' name.